This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Rise above and be in control with today's business headlines, driven by Volvo Cars. Good morning. You're listening to The Morning Run. Melissa and Joyce here with you to bring you the top business headlines of the day. Chuang is getting ready to speak mm. to the Finance Minister, Lim Guaning, who's going to be on the breakfast grill in less than 15 minutes. This is going to be an exciting one. We've never had the Finance Minister on the breakfast grill before, have we? Yes, very. And lots to talk to him about because uh, the budget 2019 was just announced over a week ago. Mm-hmm. So many things has, has come out from that. Uh, I guess... Some of the things Chong will be talking to him about definitely will be on the budget as well as looking at our high debts and uh, new taxes of and uh, business and growth. That's right. And I, I'm also curious to know about the red files. Maybe we can uh-huh. ask him about that. You know, I've just realised, so we've never had the finance minister be- before because the finance minister has always been the prime minister. <laughs> So now, uh, so now, now. that the, the office of the two has been separated, uh, it will be great to speak to uh, the Finance Minister Lim Guaning just after fresh off the tabling of Budget 2019. Um, and one of the things that was, I guess, announced in Budget 2019 was the um, B40 Health Protection Fund. So plans by foreign insurance companies to list their Malaysian units to comply with the foreign ownership rules have appeared to stalled. And the news is that Great Eastern Holdings um, announced that it will make two billion ringgit contribution to the B40 Health Protection Fund. So uh, Great Eastern is the Malaysian unit uh, of Great Eastern Life Insurance. Yeah, so the B40 Health Protection Fund was announced as part of Budget 2019 and it will provide free coverage of four critical illnesses up to 8,000 ringgit and wage replacement during hospital treatment at 50 ringgit a day or 700 ringgit a day. And uh, looking at this foreign ownership ruling, remember Mel, in 20, uh, 2009, Bank Nagara actually had ruled to limit foreign ownership of local insurers to 70%. Was it 2009? Yeah, it was My that goodness, long that ago. My goodness, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but, you know, only last year they announced that, you know, they're going to begin enforcing ah, the rule. And uh, they, there was this hard deadline, right? Well, it was June this year. Yep, that's and, right. And also, and after that, I think there was no news following that. And we had spoken about that. We had this discussion on... Constantly. On, yes, yes. On wondering what happened, right? And uh, now it looks like, um, according to a source in uh, this... Um, uh, Starbiz, I think various reasons may contribute to foreign insurers deciding not to pare down their stake via listing and these include difficulty coming to an acceptable valuation as well as reluctance on the part of the foreign insurers to reduce their stakes. Yeah, so I guess listing was one of the many options. Um, you know, but I, I remember I think it was um, back in April the Edge had uh, said, had reported that foreign insurers had submitted a proposal to Bank Nagara saying look, maybe what they could do is um, contribute about 30% of their 10-year forecast profit to set up a trust uh, to provide healthcare for the B40 mm. knowing that that was very much what uh, that was in line with the spirit of the regulation that Bank Nagara wanted them to comply. So as an alternative to paring down their stakes in the Malaysian units, maybe they could do this instead. Yeah, that's right. And also in this budget speech, uh, YB Lim Guaning has said that the government is expecting the B40 Health Protection Fund to grow moving forward as insurers, other insurers, make contributions. Mm. Yeah, okay. So I think this is this is quite interesting, right? So the government says that the uh, B40 Health Protection Fund is um, expected to grow... Be- 
you know, maybe maybe this is the first step, right? So uh, Great Eastern taking the first step, maybe we might see other foreign insurers uh, come into play first. But, you know, Guaning seems to be really the man of the morning, right? He's making quite a number of headlines, not just coming on the breakfast grill, but also um, making comments uh, about returning access taxes. Yeah, so this is in the Edge Financial Daily, the cover story this today, actually. And the 30 billion ringgit special dividend paid by Petronas, that is expected to be returned to taxpayers by end 2019. And uh, YB, uh, this is the finance minister saying that, you know, the one-off dividend is meant for GST and income tax refunds, you know, and categorizing it as money owed to the taxpayers. Right. Yeah. So it he, belongs to taxpayers, yeah, so return it to the that's taxpayers. Right. He also spoke about, I think, um, on ratings agencies, you know, he argued that the tax refund would help fund economic growth and that this was understood uh, by the ratings agencies. But but then again, I think Moody's revised Petronas's outlook from stable to negative. Yeah. So, of course, you know, when that news broke, I think there were several critics, the former prime minister and former finance minister included, um, pointing to the fact that the uh, ratings revision was evidence of the government's inability to manage Malaysia's finances. So they're saying, they will, they're also saying it's not just that, but also that swap from uh, GST to SST, that also... Um, you know, gave the government smaller revenue. So that um, made, I think, for them made that um, a clear, clear evidence as to a lack of um, uh, Malaysia's finances being managed properly. Yeah, also this need to, you know, continue, like to continue tapping into Petronas's uh, bank account, you mm-hmm. know, or, or their, for money. Um, you know, some people are saying that might not be suitable because, you know, Oil prices are quite volatile. Uh, that's not going to be sustainable, actually. Yeah. So moving, that's one of the criticisms that came from this budget. But Guaning had argued that you know this all-time high um, dividend payment does not make Malaysia heavily dependent on oil revenue. You know what we can do is we can ask the man himself that's when right. he's on the breakfast grill. That's one thing I'm sure we can pose straight to the finance minister and have him answer uh, the criticisms coming up from uh, from the. For it from the former finance minister as well. Um, you too can send your questions in. If you have a, co- a question or a comment that you'd like the finance minister to address, send them our way. 018-789-8899 is the number to WhatsApp those questions into or tweet us at BFM Radio and we will try our very best to get them to the finance minister Lim Guaning in the time that we have allocated. But in the meantime, you don't want to um, move from your car or keep listening to us on the BFM app, which you can download on uh, the BFM uh, from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Uh, but let's take a quick look at the cover of the Edge Financial Weekly. Weekly. Uh, so at the Edge Weekly this Saturday, their cover story um, is on the many blunders at Bank Pembangunan. And remember, Mel, for Budget 2019, there was also an announcement that Bank Pembangunan Malaysia has been in the limelight because it's been given the mandate for three initiatives. Mm. And, um, you know, and but questions following this have arisen because of some major blunders at the bank. And, you know, given these blunders, and the government's tight finances, why give out funds to Bank Pembangunan? Yeah, because it's not like Bank Pembangunan has had all the most stellar of uh, records in terms to managing, right? So the expertise in the areas of financing for these specific initiatives doesn't seem to be well mapped out. You know, uh, there seems to be some trepidation in considering its poor track record in dispensing and recovering loans. Uh, some of the initiatives include, um, you know, industry digitalization transformation fund. There's, you know, public transport loan 
loan fund. There's a sustainable development financing fund. Wow, so these, it's a lot. These are, these are a lot. And there's a lot of money at stake here, Joyce. Yeah. And did you know that, you know, there's also, there are some uh, better known missteps at Bank Pembangunan. This is one of the case, one of them are the case involving Asian Broadcasting Network, oh, a yes. company linked to Tan Sri KK as Warren, supposedly, uh, allegedly close associate to former Prime Minister. And uh, last year, their debt totaled up 400 million ringgit, which about half of it still owed to Pembangunan being unsatisfied. Yeah, I remember the ABN story. That was a, a big story, um, given the debt was sizable. But, you know, uh, Bank also had that uh, integrated nautical resort, the Garuda Suchi, that was both oh. linked to Peter Sondak, the, oh, the infam- yes, okay. that's right. The you know, that name must be familiar with the, with the airplane. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> that's right. right. So the idea was these two companies were supposed to build the Saint Regis Hotel and the Langkawi International Convention Center, I think, in Langkawi. Uh, so, but both companies had been suffering losses since 2013. So all this raising uh, questions as to how Bank Pemangunan is going to recoup the money in these uh, initiatives. Yeah, and actually looking at this, I think Integrated Nautical Resort had. A 264 million ringgit facility that's unsatisfied as well to mm. the bank. You know, so all in all, Bank Manganan really in sharp focus this morning. They, uh, look, I think they employed uh, McKinsey to have a, to, to take a look, commission uh, McKinsey to come up with a roadmap to see what what could be done to, say, reform the bank. And McKinsey, uh, in a September report, that said there were many, I think, damning um that showed many shortcomings mm. in in Bank Pembangunan. Things like uh, you know the way they spent money and the fund. Uh, there was also issues of deliverables not not specified. So multiple things being also, highlighted. Also, the directors. I think that remuneration that was up almost thirty percent to four point four million ringgit, and also their um, impact loans is at twelve point five percent. This is very uh, disturbing indeed. But if you want to read more on that, that's uh, on this week's issue of the Edge Weekly. We have now the uh, eight o'clock news headlines coming up next with Sabrina Magdalene. But stay tuned. On the other side is the Breakfast Grill with the Finance Minister Lim Guaning. Stay tuned. BFM eighty nine point nine. Keeping you on track for peak business performance with the new Volvo XC40, the expression of innovation. Volvo, made by Sweden. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.